At the Coca-Cola Company, Keurig Dr. Pepper, and PepsiCo, our bottles might still look the same, but some of them can be remade in a whole new way. Using 100% recycled plastic. New bottles made using no new plastic except the caps and labels. You'll be seeing more of these new bottles in more places, and that's thanks to you. Because when we get more bottles back, we can use less new plastic. Learn how our bottles are made to be remade at madetoberemade.org. We are in touch with them via phone, via text, via email, via any way that we can possibly reach Americans to get them home if they want to return home. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Bull crap. That is a bunch of bull crap. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Don't you believe it. That's Jen Psaki crap. Press secretary, so-called press secretary. And, uh, you know, it, 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 the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Uh, 210-599-5555. Um, let's just recap a couple of things here. Uh, first off, uh, there are tens of thousands of Americans still stranded. Um, I know she doesn't like that word, stranded. But they are. They're stranded uh, in country, in, in, uh, in, in Afghanistan. Uh, we've only managed to get, I, I, I was surprised by this, but apparently we've only managed to get, uh, roughly around a little over 3,000, 3,300 American citizens out. The rest are all Afghan allies or what have you. Uh, you know, I, 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 Listening to her say that uh, we're going to get them all out, and and we have what what do we have? We have uh, uh, the CIA director meeting with who? Wow, the Taliban. Because Biden is asked, you know, are you gonna are you gonna abide by this uh, this cutoff? That was it September thirty uh, first, I believe, is uh, is when we're supposed to be uh, completely done. And out of there, and uh, it, Biden has claimed that he's asked the Taliban for more time. The Taliban has said uh, no. Uh, and uh, strangely, oddly, the director of the CIA uh, was meeting with the Taliban as of yesterday, I believe. We have no idea what they were talking about. But, I, you know, Trey and I were talking about this at the tail end of uh, Aware and Rima. And uh, I don't know about you, but I'm I'm starting to think that uh, you know uh, possibly they're like they did with Iran, uh, uh, offering them you know a bunch of cash, like like the mafia. You know how long? How much is it going to take? How much is it going to take us to uh, to to uh, uh, get a little bit beyond that deadline, so that we can uh, so that we can uh, get some more of our people out? How much do you guys need? How much uh, should we load the pallets up with? You know, because we, we've done that before. They love cash because cash can't be traced. You don't have to move it through any banking systems. Uh, so I don't know, man. Uh, again, 3,300 uh, or 3,300 uh, U.S. citizens uh, are out. Um, we we know and we've we've learned this earlier in the week. That, uh, that, uh, our, our, our allies in Great Britain and the French 
for some odd reason, have been getting their people out uh, who are beyond the airport. They've been somehow getting helicopters out, picking them up, bringing them back to the airport, something that we are incapable of doing for some bizarre reason. Uh, so I, I don't know. They're, they're brokering a deal. And what sucks about all this is that we, we continue to hear more and more horror stories, right? We told you yesterday about the woman. If the Taliban show up at your house, you got to make them something to eat, right? You get, you have no choice. You got to make them something to eat. And apparently one woman made him something to eat that they didn't like. And they set her on fire. Set her on fire. Um, we're, we're, we're hearing, uh, some really grim stuff about dead bodies being raped. I mean, this is, this is primitive stuff. These, these people are freaking animals. I can't believe you're calling them animals, Sean. That's so right. No, they're, they're animals. Remember I told you earlier in the week that one of the words that kept popping up in, in uh, various reports coming out of Afghanistan was the word feral. They are acting like feral dogs. They have no fear of anybody or anything. They are destroying people. They are setting them on fire. They are dismembering them. They are absconding with young girls to sell into sex slavery. Holy crap. And we're, we're there. Our CIA guy is brokering a deal. What about the thesaurus? They're all the words. Savage, barbaric, everything. Yeah, you know, you go back in time, and had you said that around the days of 9-11, uh, September 11, and, you know, any even the liberal pukes who were upset about September 11th would have said, that's Islamophobic. No, it's observant. They are acting like wild animals. And more than likely, we're just going to give them some cash and try to buy our way out of this situation, because that'll work. <laughs> uh, you know, Trey and I were talking about, you know, what's the evil plan here to make to, to weaken America in general? Is, is this a globalist thing, the Great Reset? you got to destroy America so you can rebuild it as a cog in a great global machine. I don't know. Maybe that's a play here. But I still believe that it's, it's, it's also just as cheap as not wanting any Trump policy to survive. You, you, I mean, that, if you look at what Biden was doing in the first week, he was signing executive action after executive action, rolling back Trump policies. That's why you have an open border right now. That's why you have, uh, COVID spikes in this country right now because of the open border, in my opinion. Uh, Trump had a plan in place for getting us out of Afghanistan that was working, that would have involved moving who? Americans and their allies out first, destroying all the equipment left behind or moving it out, last people to leave are the military. And Biden erased all that. We've gone in exactly the opposite direction. And how's it working for us? Not very well. Not when people are getting burned uh, because somebody didn't like their meatloaf, you know. It's just, it's, it's, it's almost impossible to even wrap your mind around this stuff. And to what extent do you think the morons care, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I, when Biden said, uh, when Biden was talking to George Snotalopovus, uh, you know, the other day, that's that little booger, uh, uh, that, that cheap, fake uh, ABC interview. 
what did I say, snot, snot a Uh And he acted all put out that George was even asking him a question. Well, man, that's five days ago. Remember that? I see people, I know you do too, Chris, I see people on social media that they're swallowing that stuff. Yo, I can't believe you're still talking about Afghanistan. Well, that's one of the scariest parts about this whole thing. You know, you have all this horror show going on, and then you have people saying, nah, it's nothing nah, there. It's nothing there. Keep don't, keep moving. we got to get kids in masks in Texas and Florida, okay? we got weightier subjects, all right? I don't live in Afghanistan. Where's your vaccine card? Where's your vaccine card? Hey, Ben and J-Lo, you know, still haven't found a house. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the housing, have you, have you considered the housing market in Malibu? They're having a real difficult time, man. He hasn't grabbed her butt in days. He hasn't grabbed her ass in three days. And you guys are worried about Afghanistan. Do you know what I mean? If you laugh, but there are people, I see them on social media every day. <laughs> Completely clueless. There's nothing going on in Afghanistan. I'm going to do the milk crate challenge. What's the milk crate? I just saw What the hell is that? I would stack a bunch of them and try to walk over them. Oh, boy. While eating Tide Pods? Sure. I hate everything. 210-599-5555. Here's Walter. Walter, how you doing? Hey, you know, sometimes I think the Rambo movie sequels sort of write themselves. I, I can't help but think that Golan and Globus and Sly Stallone are somewhere at a computer banging out a script right now where uh, Rambo suits up again and goes back uh, to rescue American hostages. And, you know, you have a good point. Uh, this seems to me like nothing so much as protection racket money. You know, promise you won't harm our people and we'll give you this much money. And the other guy's saying, hey, you got all these people trapped in my country. I sure would hate for anything to, to happen. Sure to would hate for something to happen yeah. to them. Uh, yeah, perhaps a big ballot of cash. A shameful thing. Right. I don't know if you know who the Chinese man Lao Tzu was. Oh, yeah. There, uh -huh. there, there's a good meme that says, uh, before you do an evacuation, make sure you give away your best air base. And uh, we did that with Bagram. Mm -hmm. Anybody that went to Bagram... And they will tell you how wonderful it was and how great it would be to be using Bagram to evacuate. Right. But what did we do? We handed that off to the Afghans first. Yeah. And then it, you know, is no longer available. Nope. I got to run, man. Boy, it's just been a bang-up plan so far from the Biden administration. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? Phone lines are open 210-599-5555. Uh, talking about the S-storm uh, that is Afghanistan and uh, uh, secret meetings now with the Taliban. Uh, and uh, and uh, uh, the CIA, I wonder what that means. Uh, Biden is scheduled to speak 11 a.m. our time. Uh, we believe it's going to be about Afghanistan, so maybe uh, they brokered some kind of a deal uh, with the Taliban, and that's, uh, <laughs> that's that's what he's going to be talking about. Let's go to Alex. Alex, you're on Newstalk 550 KTSA, uh, now on FM 1071. What are you thinking? Hi, good morning. Thank Hi. you for taking my call. I want to thank 
both of you guys, even though the other one has good hours to work, is gone already. <laughs> but uh, I saw a awesome concert Sunday night at Floors Country Store. Joan Jett performed, and man, it looked like La Semana all over. But I want to let you know I saw the best-looking sign that I have not seen in a long time. There was a lot of trucks and cars with that white, chalky stuff on the back windows, that, and they all say, impeach now. So I did that to my truck yesterday on the back window. So wherever I'm riding around, they can see my rear end, and it says, impeach now. Have a good one. Thank Bye-bye. you. Uh, you know, it's – it's. Uh, I appreciate the call, man. You're seeing more and more of that. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. It, it, it... 25th Amendment because he's incompetent or impeach. You know, I don't think we survive four years with Joe Biden at the, in the, in the Oval Office. But the problem we're at, we have with that is what? If it ain't him, it's freaking Kamala. Okay. And she's an idiot. I know I'm a racist and I hate women for saying that, right? I hate women and I hate black women because I just say, no, I, it has nothing to do with her being a woman. Or, or black, she's a moron. Is she like on her trip to Vietnam and Singapore right now? So it's kind of you're, it's a it's a bad situation because you're you know you're you're out of the frying pan into the fryer uh, depending on who takes over for Joe. But I I I, I don't know what to do. This is the frustrating part about doing this for a living right now. Is that things are so stinking bad, right, Chris? <laughs> what am I supposed to say? I don't know. I mean, I, I can't even I, I can't even go off on the air and say, "Damn you, people, for voting for Joe Biden," because I don't know how many of you actually did. I, I'm fairly certain not every vote cast for Joe Biden was voted by an actual sentient being on planet stinking Earth. My mom's in her late 80s. For all I know, my mom voted 19 times for Joe Biden. I don't know. Because it was a cheat. It, 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 it was a cheat. I mean, I, I believe it. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're a liberal idiot and you're out there sitting on your keister. You know what the usual spiel is, right, Chris? Oh, Sean and the other Trumpers, they just need to get over it, man. Just need to get over it, man. What are you going to get over the last election, man? I don't know. When the country no longer exists, maybe it won't matter anymore. Well, if they voted in Texas, they voted for Trump. If they voted in Trump, right. I don't know. Don't they they still claim he got more votes than any other president ever, Sean? Right. (laughs) Yeah, I believe that. And I believe you're seeing trails. You gotta lay off the LSD, man. It ain't helping you with the depression thing. It ain't helping you at all. I don't know what you're drinking, but it's not working for you. No, he got more votes than anybody else ever. And you need to get over this Afghanistan thing, Sean. That was like, that was like three hours ago, okay? There's no evidence of widespread voter fraud. Right. The courts clearly refuse to see it. I mean, <laughs> you want to see the big, 
My biggest argu- argument for voter fraud, just look at him. Just just look at Joe Biden. There's my, there's my argument for voter fraud. There was a voter fraud that happened because it's him. Look at him. Champ. Okay, he doesn't know where the hell he is. When this Afghanistan crisis began to crumble, which he'd been warned about for months by his own security people, by his own military people. State Department was warning him. Well, we found out when he said, I had no warning. And they said, wait, yeah. Whoa, whoa. hang on, pal. We warned you. I think my stinking HOA might have sent him a letter. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Need to do something about your recycling, sir. Oh, and Afghanistan's going to fall in a very miserable way. Didn't know. And, and, but that's okay. According to Jen Saki crap, all Ameri- no American is stranded. So if you're an American in Afghanistan and you're, you know, feeling a little stranded because you're hiding in the cellar you know, with the door locked and a chair propped up against it, not making a noise, okay, you're not stranded. You want to be there. That you want, you're choosing to be. You just may feel a little stranded, but that could just be the stress of getting your head cut off. But you're not actually stranded. You're not actually stranded. There's just no one coming to get you. <laughs> you're not actually stranded. You're just, no one's coming to get you and you can't leave. But you're not stranded. Oh, God. Just madness, dude. The whole thing is freaking madness. But, man, let's get those little boogers wearing their masks. Let's make sure we start tattooing the unvaxxed. <laughs> That's what they need. We either need to have them sew little symbols uh, on their tunics, you know, or we need the unvaxxed to wear, start wearing tattoos so we know who they are and we can avoid them and throw rocks through their businesses, uh, the glass windows of their businesses, put them on trains. Two one zero five. Too much. Two one zero five. And we'll deal with Alan West's wife and what we think about that. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And we're back. New stock five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. Talking about the state of affairs on planet Earth. But before we get there. I just want to state for the record that, and, I, and I've said this kind of thing before, and I'm going to say it again, and the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, okay? You can, re- you can either really be into pumpkin spice, or you can be cool, but you can't be really into pumpkin spice and be cool, okay? That, that's it. it, it, it you know, it's, it's kind of like... Uh, Maroon 5, right? You can be cool or you can like Maroon 5, but you can't be cool and like Maroon 5. I'm just saying that I'm I'm your Uncle Sean, and, and I know what's cool and what isn't. Okay? Just, you have to follow me in this. I know what's cool and what's not, and I'm just letting you know. it's it's I got nothing wrong. You want you want your, your, your pumpkin spice Twinkies. You want your, your freaking pumpkin spice candles all over the place. You want to sit there and pretend like we actually have fall here in South Texas? By making your whole stinking house smell like stinking, stinking pumpkin spice. I'm just saying, that's fine. You want to drink your pumpkin spice latte? You go ahead and drink your stinking pumpkin spice latte. 
Okay? You want clothing that smells like pumpkin spice? You want your freaking underwear to smell like pumpkin spice? You go right ahead. Well, consume enough pumpkin spice and it will. Well, you got me there. Follow the spice. Spice. You want to put pumpkin spice on your pizza? You put pumpkin spice on your pizza. All right? All I'm saying is that you can like pumpkin spice or you can be cool. But you can't be cool and like pumpkin spice. And, and I just want to state it for the record. It, it, especially in South Texas, man. We, it, are, we have this conversation every year. I hate pumpkin spice. When Starbucks rolls out their pumpkin spice Ugh. latte, which is why you know we had the story at 930. Ugh. Just can't people drink coffee, man. Can't people just drink stinking coffee now? Whatever happened to just good old-fashioned American coffee in a crummy styrofoam cup? Black-ass coffee in a cheap styrofoam cup. That's drinking a cup of coffee. Okay? Mm-hmm. But you start adding foam and hazelnut and pumpkin spice, you know. That now you're just being self-important. I'm sorry. You, you, you can either like pumpkin spice or you can be cool. You can't be both at the same time. When's the last time you met a cool person who was sucking down a pumpkin spice latte? I'm married to one. Yes, you're married to her. That's different. (laughs) You're married. That's different. You can't testify against your own wife. I'm just saying, you can either be into pumpkin spice or you can be cool, but you cannot be both. And I want it stated for the record. I once picked on my wife about her affinity for pumpkin spice lattes oh now it's an affinity oh you don't have a problem i I won't tell you what she threatened to do with the cup once it was empty well i say you notice he said did that once once it would have been very painful she he just let it slip she has an affinity she does that's damn near an addiction that's how addictions begin he starts off with an affinity i have an affinity for cocaine and pumpkin spice lattes. And doing lines of pumpkin spice. Right. <laughs> Ugh. Like, I'll get in her car mm-hmm. when she gets home from work. Right. And there'll be a couple of empty Starbucks cups with, like, this orange residue <sighs> inside. And I know. And she starts driving Starbucks. by Starbucks that aren't on the way home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Going out of her way. Where were you, honey? Oh, I was at the HEB. GPS says you're at Starbucks. Why you lied to me? Why you lied to me about the pumpkin spice? Hey, I noticed I was just checking our bank statement. Uh, <laughs> says here you went to Starbucks three times today. Well, we must have been hacked. <laughs> I don't know. I I didn't I didn't buy any pumpkin spice. They do. They become like alcoholics. You know, they can they can lie their way through the purchasing of their pumpkin spice. You know, spend half the rent, half the car payment, right. pumpkin spice. Somebody must have gotten into our account. So I, I don't know what the if you if, if you're if you're into pumpkin spice that's fine. It doesn't bother me. I don't care. I personally don't drink pumpkin spice. I don't put it on anything. You know why? Because it tastes like hell. So I don't put it on anything. If I want a piece of freaking pumpkin pie, on Thanksgiving I'll eat a piece of freaking pumpkin pie. Well, no, not this year. But I don't spice. I don't want the pumpkin spice anywhere near me. If you 
smell of pumpkin spice. I want six feet. I want some social distancing going on. I want you to wear a mask. Right. He's not afraid of catching COVID, however. I don't want to smell your stinking pumpkin spice. He doesn't want any pumpkin spice on him. So you're not going to get the pumpkin spice inserts for your mask? No. No, I, I want... Okay, you wear your pumpkin spice mask to protect me. Okay, so you... If you're into pumpkin spice, I want some social distancing, all right? And I want you to have a mask on, okay? We need to come up with a term for pumpkin spice junkies. Pumpkin spice variant. Junkies. Pumpkies. Pumpkies, there you go. (laughs) You're a pumpkin. I want you to keep your pumpkin ass away from me. And I want to smell that that gay-smelling pumpkin spice. That's right, I said it's gay-smelling. It is. I'm not saying that straight people aren't into pumpkin spice. You know, a lot of gay people like pumpkin spice. I got nothing against gay people. I'm just saying. Hallmark watching chicks and gay dudes love pumpkin spice. I got nothing against Hallmark watching chicks. I got nothing against gay guys. But, baby, keep your pumpkin spice away from me. All right? How do you feel about that? Two one zero five. It's like stepping on Clint Eastwood's lawn. Go ahead, make my day, and get within six feet, sticking like pumpkin spice around me. Because something really ugly is going to happen. You're going to start with the. Is that? Is that? No. Bad things are going to happen. Punk. Anyway, that's how I feel about pumpkin spice. You'll be be wearing that pumpkin spice. You're going to. Well, they already are because they have like pumpkin spice perfume and pumpkin spice scentsy stuff and cologne. Right. Waiting for my wife to get her scentsy package which smells like pumpkin spice. Scentsy lotion. Scentsy pumpkin spice lotion. Okay, scentsy pumpkin spice lipstick. The whole house will reek of freaking pumpkin spice. And I'm no longer able to dirty it up with cigarette smoke. I was saying, you'll be doing your best to stench it up. Ugh. All right. So now I think we're all clear on how I feel about pumpkin spice. Keep that crap away from me. Bad things will happen. Bad things will happen. So you could take it or leave it? What? <laughs> yeah, he's a little undecided. I'm a little undecided how I feel about pumpkin spice. Today is waffle day. <laughs> Don't be eating no pumpkin spice waffles in my home. Hey, you want to hear something funny? Ask Chris if he likes waffles. You like waffles, Chris? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Sometimes. He's, he's waffling. <laughs> yes. That's why we get the big bucks on this show. That's a great, that's funny as hell. Waffles, uh, you know, maybe sometimes, I don't know. I asked him, do you like waffles? He's like, eh. <laughs> that's brilliant. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And and be over the line. You you could do some banaca. You could do a couple of banaca sprays, you know, and possibly be over the line. As far as uh, driving under the influence, which is different than driving while intoxicated. Uh, DUI is the lesser of the two charges, I believe. 
And so I sat and, you know, watched. I actually sat with Elaine when I first got in here and watched it, uh, and her doing all the tests. As far as I could tell, she looked fine, man. I mean, I it's it's always a little different than when you're actually on scene, right? But the roadside tests, I mean, they're, 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 it, it's really not hard because people are stressed. Even if you're perfectly sober, you're trying to make sure you look perfectly sober. If you're not perfectly sober, you're trying really hard to look really sober and probably failing. Uh, she didn't appear to be weaving in any way, shape, or form. Uh, the roadside tests themselves are, are really about, not that I know personally, but I've known people. You know, they're, they're, it's mostly hand-eye coordination stuff. Toe to heel, toe to heel, toe to heel, walk the line, toe to heel, walk back. Usually, what do what you got to do? You got to count backwards from like 20 or something like that? Well, yeah, and they'll, they'll start like in the, you know, start, count backwards from 100 to zero, but start at 46. Right, you know. But a lot of them, you know, you got to, you know, look up, touch the tip of your. Yeah, have your arms completely stretched. on one leg, you know. <laughs> and juggling three monkeys. No, but you, you got to touch your nose. You know, uh, sometimes they, there's like a finger thing where you got to, that sounded funny, but there's like a, you got to touch all your fingers with your thumb. Again, not that I know personally. And uh, it's really because if you can't handle any of that stuff or you, you, you're, you've probably had something. People who are obviously drunk are obviously drunk and rarely have to even do the test because they can smell it on you. You're slurring, you're gibbering like an idiot. But when they're not sure, they make you do the roadside tests. And it's, you know, if you've had anything, it's pretty hard to get through that stuff. But I didn't see anything that told me that she'd had anything. To my untrained eyes, she looked fine. So rock on, General West. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Do what I did last month. Require your employees to get vaccinated or face strict requirements. Sean Reimer, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Oh, God. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. I hate everything. The phone lines are up. 210 Before I even begin, and I, I feel stupid even having to say this i am I'm, I'm not an anti i'm not an anti-vaxxer i'm not against vaccines i think vaccines are actually pretty cool it's a pretty cool thing we came up with with the vaccine stuff it really is saved a lot of lives throughout the course of human history these pesky vaccine things okay i'm not you know i'm not uh, uh listening to uh, you know, weird podcasts with weirdos who are trying to tell them, like, I'm not listening to Alex Jones. Like the, the, the vaccines, they put nanobots in your blood. Do you know that? That's how Zuckerberg listens to your thoughts. It's true. It's with the vaccines, man. I'm not that guy. I got no issue with vaccines. Okay. I've been vaccinated. Uh, 
So you know, uh, don't 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 clump me in with that group because that's a there's something political going on here, something political and social that's been going on here, cultural with with a lot of this COVID stuff. Uh, you know, if you're oh, is this live? Are we uh, we got a Pentagon. Uh, all these two jokers again. Oh God, is this worth it? I'm really sick of John Kirby uh, cutting into my gig. But the president is going to be speaking at 11. You know, I, I'm not anti-vaxxer, get the vaccine, but this whole idea that we got to force vaccines and start stigmatizing people who have not had vaccines, uh, I strongly disagree with. I think if you want to make a good case for the vaccines, I think most people will get the damn vaccines. Is he talking? John Kirby out of the Pentagon. Let's take a listen. Obviously, as of yesterday, they're still very concerned about that issue. Oh, sure. And, and they have every right to be. We're in the midst of a pandemic um, and conducting uh, one of the largest uh, airlift uh, operations uh, in recent uh, American history is no small feat in the best of circumstances. And this one is obviously not the best of circumstances because, in addition to this, we're doing it in the midst of, of, of a COVID pandemic. What I can tell you is that uh, screening occurs at every stop at every stage of the process um and uh and we're doing the best we can to uh to make sure that that we've got enough visibility on uh on on everyone's health uh but uh but again we're really the focus is on getting the numbers out and so there's a elementary screening done at Kabul for those who are symptomatic um Additional screening takes place at the temporary safe havens, and then, of course, uh, upon arrival uh, here at the United States, um, uh, there's uh, screening that's done as well. So it's on everybody's mind. Uh, believe me. I mean, we, we're also mindful of the health of our our air crew and our and our and our troops at the uh, at the airport. It's a it's a constant process, and we're not we're not um, we're not leaving anything for granted. We're we're taking it seriously. Sylvie? Is there a flag for COVID any step of the way? Are they pulled then? I, I don't know the exact medical process. Let me go over here. Apparently I'm missing a... Yeah, go ahead. Sylvie, I'll come back to you, I promise. Thank you. Mr. Kirby, we are hearing different statements uh, from the White House, Pentagon, for example, number of troops, operation in Kabul, etc., can you talk about why there is a consensus among the highest level of United States? Is there any communication issue? I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Uh, what, what, what's the dissonance that you're talking about? So, for example, Biden said Al-Qaeda gone from Afghanistan, but Blinken say yes, there is Al-Qaeda. So we can see different statements from the White House, different comments from the Pentagon. Is there any communication issue from the highest level? No. No, I, I think you're reading way more into things than you need to. Oh, I think we're all on. cited on the fact that there's still an al-Qaeda threat uh, in Afghanistan, uh, and as well as uh, al-Qaeda affiliates that we, we know are there. Uh, nobody is – we've said that consistently. Uh, there's, there's no gap in understanding here. <laughs> Just, for example, Saki say 11,000 Americans in Afghanistan, but you say 10,000 between – uh, 5,000 between 10,000. So different statement this way I want to ask. I, look, I, the, the Defense Department can't speak specifically to the number of Americans in Afghanistan. I think we already addressed this earlier in the briefing. We, you know, there is no uh, firm, certain, 
hard number on that because not every American that goes to Afghanistan has to tell the government uh, that they're there. Uh, we have made it clear that uh, any American that wants to leave, we're going to find a way to get to them uh, or find a way to get the information to them to, to help them uh, make the right decisions for, for transportation out of the country. But everybody's cited on the co- that, that uh, this is a dangerous, perilous environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is, it's very dynamic. It's very fluid. Uh, and we're doing the best we can to move as many people as we can as fast as we can. Okay. One follow-up. Uh, if they cannot reach the airport who live in Afghanistan, the Americans, uh, don't Taliban ISIS threat for them if they stuck somewhere, if they cannot communicate? We with absolutely them. understand that Afghanistan is a, is a dangerous place right now, which is why we're trying to move as many Americans as we can as fast as we can. <sighs> and we want to get that done before the end of the month. Gordon. Can you address uh, the situation and the conditions uh, at Al-Udid and Qatar, which have been described as squalid for a lot of the people coming through there? Um, and then if, if you could, um, I, I didn't quite understand what the general was saying earlier about the 14 different stations, like the way stations, because I understood the kind of three main hubs to be, uh, you know, Ramstein, uh, Qatar, and Bahrain. So are there way more now? I'll let the general come up here in a second. Uh, but let me just, just, just set this a little bit. So, yes, those are three main hubs, but we are adding to that. You've seen Italy, uh, uh, U.S. military installations in Italy, U.S. military installations at Spain also provide additional capability. And there are other countries in the Gulf region who are willing to take on a temporary basis uh, some individuals. So uh, it's, a, it's a bigger, broader sort of hub-and-spoke network uh, than it was just a few days ago. And I'll let the general fill that out for you. On your first question, just let me level set it right away. Uh, we are uh, aware of and as concerned as anybody uh, about what, what, uh, what, had, what had been some uh, terrible sanitation conditions uh, at, at Qatar oh, that were facilitated by the sheer numbers and the speed with which those numbers got there. Uh, and we all recognize that. And nobody, nobody here wants anyone to, to be less than safe, secure, comfortable, and well cared for mm. as they go through this process. We take it very seriously. But we'll be the first to admit uh, that, uh, that, uh, that there were conditions in, in, at LUD could have been uh, better. They are improving now. I'm not going to stand up here and tell you that they're perfect, because they're not. Because evacuees continue to flow uh, into Qatar. Uh, and uh, and there's a lot on the ground right now. Uh, and as the general said, we're working hard to clear out. The right, I can't take any more of this guy. So, I just can't take any more of this guy. He's, we're not really learning anything uh, because they're trying to spin everything to sound a lot rosier than it really is. Well, he keeps trying to answer questions about physical conditions with emotional states. Yeah. Precisely. Why is it this but, way? No, we care. We care. Nobody cares more about what's going on than us. We know it's dangerous. We know we know when he said that we know it's dangerous. I wanted to pull my eyelashes out. Oh, I'm really glad, uh, John. You know it's dangerous. Thanks for enlightening us. Basically, what they're saying is at this point, no change to the timeline of the mission. I guess they didn't come up with enough cash for the Taliban, so uh, <laughs> they said no. They said, uh, no. 
I mean, am I being a jerk, or is that kind of what you guys are hearing? And when you still have, when you still have, as far as we know, tens of thousands of Americans in that country stranded, and you've only managed to get out, as far as what we're hearing now, a little over 3,000, you're telling me that magically, without the situation on the ground changing in any significant way, we still have this blockade of Taliban around the stinking airport, that you're going to somehow pull this together before September 31st. No, they're, they're, they're going to Hunter now and emptying his bank accounts. Look, we need more money for the Taliban. Look, look champ, I'll be, oh, Dad, I'll get it back to you. I think they're trying to negotiate to get him on the board of directors for Taliban. <laughs> right. It's very depressing. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. We're going to take a little break. Uh, it's Sean on News Talk 550, KTSA. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Again, kind of uh, watching and monitoring this press conference out of the Pentagon. It's kind of the same crap we're hearing every day. And, I, you know, I, 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 it's the same crap, and it's the same spin. You know, uh, not re- not really getting any new information other than we're we're gonna be out. No, seriously, we're gonna be out of here by uh, September. Was it uh, August thirty uh, first? Right, August thirty first. And uh, you know, we we feel bad. We you know, it's all about a lot of emoting, right? Chris was just saying a lot of emoting. Uh, I, obviously, uh, our president wants to, uh, I think, push it back to. September 11th, but uh, and beyond, because there's there's no way, there's just no way you're getting all those people out by, in a couple of weeks, man. And they could paint all the rosy pictures they want of uh, oh, we, you know, we the Taliban's going to give safe passage. And it's like they don't know. It's it's like they don't know who they're talking about, man. You're talking about the freaking Taliban. No, you guys promise. <laughs> Let's take some calls. I mean, what do you think about what you're hearing? 210-599-5555, Um, See, because what happened is Trump didn't broker a deal with the Taliban that was based upon their good nature, okay? Because the fact is they, they don't have a good nature. Trump brokered a deal on this, this withdrawal based upon, I will destroy your village first if one American is harmed. We're going to start pulling our people out. Going to get our civilians out first, and we'll get our their, their allies out second. Military are the last folks to go. And you hurt one hair on one American's head, and I will, I know where, he basically said, I know where you live, right? That's mafiosi, man. Listen, I know, I know where you freaking live, man. First bomb I drop is on your village. Okay, 
Let's go to uh, Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm confused. I was reading uh, the news reports yesterday, and I, I heard thousands have been pulled out. What did he just say? I, I, I missed We're it. talking about American citizens purely. I mean, a lot of Af- the Afghans now, For this is what we're all learning today, are ahead of line, ahead of the line in front of Americans. So they are pulling out a lot of Afghans, but they're not pulling out nearly as many Americans as we were led to believe uh, originally. Because there's there's tens of thousands of Americans there. I uh, like I said, I was totally confused. We all are. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We all are. But when you're dealing with unrelenting bullcrap, it is hard not to be confused. And, and uh, what do you think about the CIA meeting with the Taliban? How, how does that make you feel? What do you think's going on there? I mean, my initial thought is, are they going to be de- delivering cash? Is this pallets of cash negotiations? Here's uh, Luis. Luis, what are you thinking? Hey, brother Sean, how are you, buddy? Pretty good, man. Pretty well, good. I'm with I'm with you 100 percent because uh, Biden, this administration has nothing to offer them other than money, lots of money, and right now, I believe it in my heart. All those people, all those American people, they are being held hostage, right? Even though they're not in a room or in somewhere uh, in an enclosed uh, area, I believe they're being um, held hostage already. Right. And the Taliban, the Taliban knows that they're gonna squeeze, they're gonna squeeze uh, Biden for a lot of money, and they're gonna have to give him that money. Otherwise, people are going to die. A lot of people are going to die. Well, you know, it's kind of, it makes sense. Why would uh, the Taliban, in a sense, allow for Afghans to leave before Americans? Because that means the Americans that are still there are what? Leverage exactly. against the American exactly. government. You bet. So, that's, the, that's right. That's right. right. All right, man. I appreciate the call. It's such a crappy situation. There's my deep geopolitical analysis. It's a crappy situation. Here's Roy. Roy, how you doing? Man, I'm good, man. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. What's on your brain there? What are you thinking? Man, why in the world do we not start sooner to get our people out of there? I don't, and of course they're going to want to extort us for money, but our people aren't coming out of there right away once they get their hands on them. Oh, they hate us. They <laughs> hate us. Well, I mean, it, it feels like amateur hour at the State Department. I mean, how, why? They're also surprised by this, and it's so strange to me because, first off, to be surprised that the Taliban would act like brutal animals if you gave them the chance is odd that they would be surprised by that, and it's odd that they're surprised this is happening when they were repeatedly warned by their own people for months. Yes, and we didn't listen. Get out of there. Get out. Now, get out. Well, you know, people. it's a much different situation now, unfortunately. I appreciate the call, man. Yeah, it's much different now. How do you get those Americans out now when you've allowed uh, essentially this airport to be surrounded by Taliban and whomever else is helping them out? I, I honestly think that, uh, and I, you know, why the, the CIA meeting with uh, the Taliban? I the, the only reasonable explanation is they're brokering a deal, and the only deal that the Taliban would be interested in would be a financial one. 
So let's wrap your noggin around this, okay? So they had a plan for withdrawal that was working under Donald Trump. They S-canned that. Uh, Biden went AWOL for a week, pretty much, uh, and the situation was allowed to become horrible. You've lost any leverage you've ha- you had under Trump as far as greasing them if any Americans are hurt. And now they're at the, you got the deadline coming up, and the Taliban is saying, nope, August 31st, that's it. And they're meeting with the CIA. I, I can only imagine they're trying to buy their way out of this now, and it ain't going to work, man. It's, uh, it's absolute freaking madness. Let's go to, uh, I'll take one more here. Teresa, how you doing? Hi, Sean. Hey. I'm calling just to make a comment. Why do we want to give them money? We've been over there for 20 years. I think we've given them enough. Yeah, you know, I, I think, well, we don't know. Money. We don't know if they're offering them money. It just seems like uh, they're not able to get all these Americans out. So how do you get them out? You offer them more money. If you're, because they're they're in no position where they can leverage with violence or an attack or anything, because they've already shown they're not going to do that. Yeah, but we even Obama gave him money. Well, Obama that's had right. A plane load of money over there. On the contrary, I think they should send us money. Well, that ain't going to happen. And I appreciate the call. They're, they're, they're we're on the wrong side of the poker table right now. Okay, we're on the bad end of the deal. Whatever influence and leverage we had, we gave up. And they know it. <laughs> we're playing five-card draw. We're asking for a second draw. <laughs> right, right. <sighs> you know, if I could just take one more draw, I might be able to improve this hand a bit. Just come on. Come on. Here's some cash. 210 And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean, uh, 1040. Is everybody having a good time during the apocalypse? <laughs> the end of the world, whatever the hell it is. Let's take one more call in Afghanistan, then I'll tell you what an even bigger jerk uh, Andrew Cuomo is. Uh, here's Matt. Matt, how you doing? Hey, Sean, how are you doing, buddy? Pretty good, man. What's What, what are you thinking? What I'm thinking is... Uh... Okay, a couple things. In Afghanistan, we have so many people over there. If they're going to wait till 9-11, it's going to be a 9-11 times 30. They're going to execute every single one of those Americans in Afghanistan. Second of all, I think uh, that the CIA director, I think maybe he's not there to give them money. What if their deal is to give them the schematics and the way to uh, re- approach the tanks and the helicopters, everything, so they know how to fix them and all that. What if that's a deal? What, you mean they're going to broker like, hey, let our people out of here and we'll teach you how to use all this stuff? Yes, yeah, uh, about that. That's terrifying. <laughs> it is terrifying. But it's not past these Democrats. Well, I the problem is there ain't nothing past these Democrats. <laughs> that's true, sir. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man, I appreciate the call, brother. Yes, sir, buddy. Rock on. Let's go to Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, Sean. Thank you for taking my call. Just three 
real quick points. Number one, Democrat. Number one, Nancy Pelosi's a snake. Mm. She is a she is a, a a serpent. Number two, Democrats abandon everyone. They always have throughout history. They always will. I don't know why people continue to vote for them. But if you listen very closely, all of these Democrats keep saying all Americans who want to leave will be uh, 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 helped out. They want to leave. When this is all over and 40,000 Americans are still held hostage, have still been abandoned, they'll say, well, those, those Americans, they, they didn't they didn't want to leave. They didn't want to leave. Right. They can't have the. They cannot have those Americans come out of there and tell us what was really going on. They can't do it now. They've got to cover their tracks. And number three, the, the COVID vaccine being approved by the FDA, everybody needs to remember every day we are bombarded with commercials by lawyers who put out, if you took this FDA-approved drug, mm. you may be eligible for compensation today. The lawyers approve those drugs, and then they sue five, ten years down the road after they gave the, the, the initial approval because nobody approves a drug without the lawyer signing off on it. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So, <laughs> big fat mess, man. Steve, it's always a pleasure as usual. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Uh, well, we were talking about Andrew Cuomo just a second ago. You know, the guy's an actual scumbag, uh, right? Uh, multiple charges of uh, being a real jerk around women, possible sexual assault. And then we have uh, then we have this business of uh, all the old people he killed in New York State with his edict on the uh, on the senior centers, and uh, now <laughs> apparently he even tried to abandon his own damn dog in the uh, in the executive mansion. He's got a dog named Captain. Uh, he officially resigned 11.59 p.m. last night. And uh, what we're hearing uh, is that uh, uh, the Albany Times Union reported, citing two state police sources at Cuomo, a Democrat left the dog behind at the executive mansion before he stayed with one of his sisters in Westchester. Cuomo asked uh, mansion staffers to take Captain. One volunteered, but the dog, which has a history of biting people, this is straight from the uh, Fox News story, was returned to the mansion just a few days later. And, of course, uh, he has to go on Twitter. Some people just can't get the facts straight. Yes, I was downstate monitoring storm response for a few days. But Captain and I are man and his dog. He is part of our family, and that's the way it'll... You know, why do I think he just dropped the damn dog off there and thought nobody would notice? I don't know. He's another one of those guys where you can't really trust a damn thing he says. I think he tried to dump the damn dog, man. That's just me. Wouldn't that be in line with his total scumbag personality to begin with? Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Here's Roger. Roger, how you doing? Fine, thank you, sir. How are you? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? Well, 
I've been thinking that uh, Biden, uh, what he did, he, he, that was the plan. That was the plan to leave them with equipment and, and guns and everything. They hate our country so much that I've been thinking that is the plan. They didn't do nothing wrong according to them. That that was the plan to make our Taliban stronger and then. But I guess what but what I keep asking is, okay, let's say that is the plan to destroy America uh, and, and weaken America. What, what is the payoff for that? Why would you want to do that? You know what? I've been thinking of that. What, what are they gaining by destroying America? I don't understand it. What, what are they gaining? Don't they have families also in America? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. That's right. It's it's hard for me to determine what is an evil plot and what is they're just awful at their jobs. <laughs> yes. You know, because so, I, I I still don't really know. So. That, that's what I I've been. I don't know why. What is the purpose of destroying America? I know Soros and I think Obama's behind all this. Well, I, th- there is this thought of the Great Reset and uh, tearing America down, uh, so it kind of reset the entire global order, if you will. And uh, and certainly, there's an argument to, be, to argument to be made by that. Uh, either way, it's nefarious, and uh, people are losing their lives. In, in, on a scope such as we've never seen. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Let's take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA and now on FM 1071. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Okay, uh, once again, it's National Waffle Day. Chris, how do you feel about waffles? How do you feel about waffles? I mean, they're okay, but they suck. I, mean, I could take them or leave them. But... Sound like you're waffling. Right. you're waffling on National Waffle Day. Yes and no. But... <laughs> sort of, but not really. <laughs> it's International Can Opener Day. Do, do you ever get the feeling like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez probably isn't capable of operating any form of can opener? And I'm not even talking, I would even have her try, like, the grippy one, you know, with the little crank thing that we all grew up with. I'm fairly certain that would confuse the snot out of her. And I don't know that I'd want Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or most Democrats, frankly, of a certain age, anywhere near an electric can opener, because they're going to lose fingers. Something bad's going to happen. Somebody's going to get cut. Well, even with the old-style manual one that you had to... Yeah, she should just... Slice yourself with that one. Oh, she should just stay away from all things like that. Anything anything with a blade or a pointy pointy end. Why does it have a hook? (laughs) The chick didn't know what a garbage disposal was until a couple of years ago, man. So, Alexandria, stay away from National Can Opener Day. It's not a good day for you. Sounds like there's a can opener in my sink. <laughs> let me put let me put this can of kale down there. See if it opens chili. It is also International Strange Music Day. <laughs> <laughs> a theremin? Is that your theremin? That's my what? Your theremin what do you impersonation. Mean? I thought you were doing a theremin. No, I was doing a creepy music imitation. 
Well, you sounded like a theremin. I don't know what you're talking about. What's a theremin? I think they use it on the Star Trek theme. They use it on Good Vibration by the Beach Boys. It's International Strange Music Day. Perfect. I think all theremin music is strange. And uh, it's also intergalactic Chris Glasgow's birthday. He's got his hands in the air. Yep. He's all happy. He's got a special birthday shirt. He's got a special birthday suit that Trey sent him. <laughs> Trey sent this to him. What's it say, Chris? I pooped today. I pooped today. <laughs> I still want to know, how did he know? <laughs> I don't want to know how he knew. Yeah. Because that's getting a little creepy. But very cool shirt. I, I got him a crucifix to keep the demons and, you know, mm-hmm. negative spirits out of his apartment. Right. And uh, we actually got the crucifix for, for my house when we first went into our, moved into our house. I have a cross right by the door that Chris Glasgow purchased for us. So I was returning to favor. I'm only three years late. So here's a, here's, it's, I'm also, I am going to, I'm going to tell you the other thing I'm getting you because I, I, I just love these. I know you'll love it is that I, I, you know, I'm 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 kind of Catholic. <laughs> yeah, one foot in the I'm door. I'm sort of Catholic right yeah. now, you know, and so I like burning candles. So I'm going to get you one of those wall hangers so you can get you your St. Jude candle there or, you know, whatever, get your Sacred Heart of Jesus candle there and hang it up there in the wall. Well, thank you. I look forward to that. I'll get that at Walmart. I, I just didn't make it to Walmart yesterday. All right, I'm such a good friend. I didn't make it to Walmart yesterday. So <laughs> I'll get that for you today, okay? Yes. I'll bring that one. Do you know those candles? It's a little weird, though. You can buy electric candles now. Mm-hmm. Like, I have an electric. My stepson got me an electric St. Jude candle. As long as you keep the double A's going, you just click it on, and it's the light of St. Jude all night long. You know, even flickers like a candle. The saints have entered the modern the modern age, man. <laughs> gone electric. They've gone electric. <laughs> Next, they'll have little solar panels on them, you know? Right. I'm going to get you a real candle, Chris. Real candles, though. Solar candle. I like that thought. That's kind of interesting, a solar candle. Right there with inflatable firewood. <laughs> Which probably doesn't doesn't sound like a great idea. So you, uh, how do you feel? I mean, uh, how old are you? 43, technically. 43. Technically. Right. Do you remember being 43, Don? Yeah, it was 10 years ago. It was 10 years ago. Well, it feels more like 20 for me, but it's not the years, it's the mileage. <laughs> 43, you're still young and spry. You know what I mean? You're still young yeah. at 43. Hey, I was I was in great shape at 43. I actually wasn't yeah. in bad shape at 43 either. Great, wonderful. What happened? <laughs> 50. What, 50 happened. What happens in 10 years, man? A condition. I got a, now I got a condition. Yeah. I'm grayer than Santa Claus. I've got a cure for that. What? Look at me. No, my wife would never let me shave my head. No gray hair. My wife would never let me shave my head. She said, you look like a psycho, Mr. Jean. You look like a psycho. (laughs) She says I look like Charlie Manson when I shave my head. So, you know, I I can't do that. Well, you got the leather beanie now to cover. I got my my new leather beanie, which I wear, which is probably going to be a little sticky when I go outside in 100-degree weather. I hadn't really considered that part of it when I bought the leather beanie because it just looked cool. No, you see, I thought that was a throwback football helmet. (laughs) 
One of those leather helmets they used to I think wear. my head looks like a football. <laughs> the yeah. first football helmet. Yeah, back in the 20s and nah, 30s. it's a leather beanie, man. I, football helmets made of leather. I wore beanies for years, and I, I wanted a new beanie, and I thought, well, let's go with the leather one this time out, okay. just to be cool. Right. So I got some dead cow on my head for all you vegetarians. Could smell within a week. <laughs> Probably will. Could turn his head brown. <laughs> on that note. Uh, Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins coming up next. Happy birthday, Chris. Thanks to uh, Elaine Rodriguez, Don Morgan, and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.